Hi, good afternoon. This is analytics. So today we're talking about anti-Asian racism, um, probably in uh, two or three episodes. Haven't decided yet. And this topic may be very sensitive and highly triggering. Listener is advice. Before going any further, I have not really mentioned too much about myself. A few things I can disclose is that I am ethnically Chinese, Han Chinese. So, um, what I can tell you in a more descriptive way, um, this will, um, the uh, very familiar term for overseas Chinese people is called Hanyan Hanyan. Most of these terms refer to people who reside outside of China. This Wakyu term is very politically sensitive in my sense. Like, um, you know, uh, some people will say there are Chinese Americans or Chinese Canadians, but in reality, I am actually uh, uh, a child of uh, Wagyu parents of my parents. Are, were from Vietnam, so they're Chinese ethnicity, but they are Wagyu because they stayed there and they lived there, their family lived there. Um, currently, they're not in the same country anymore, but there's still consider as Wagyu. Um, let me continue this uh, conversation. Okay, so um, I'm no expert in the racism issue. I will be speaking on what I have observed for the past year since COVID came. Um, in the so, um, going back to uh, racism topic, anti-racism topic, um, for the past year, COVID had seen cracks that we haven't acknowledged, such as internal uh, racism, uh, homelessness, poverty, poverty, equality, and uh, you know, uh, especially Chinese uh, or uh, East Asians, uh, they are. They were are always viewed as a token race that I don't exactly 
feel comfortable at an advantage. Um, and uh, I will note that when I talk about racism in particular groups, I state clearly as possible in the correct terms. This past week, or I think it's almost two weeks ago, the shooting at the night that brings up what are the issues in the Asian community. Racism and sexism, loss of property, being brought up due to the fact that those people were working in um, trades that are um, of the intensive labor, massage value, and uh, sex work, and those of these jobs need to be um, regulated, protected, and, uh, and uh, also not met as a taboo or you know, a job that is locked down upon. So, fear, fear and stereotyping of Asians make this past year a whole lot amplified. Um, well, it has been Asian racism has been amplified for a large number of years after this event or and before then. Um, um, we are stereotyped as hardworking, uh, tokenized as hardworking, uh, smart, and, uh, and, and, you know, keep ourselves in the corner, be quiet, and, uh, if, you know, there are other types of Asians, South Asians, Vietnamese, Thai, Indian, Filipino women, and most of these issues of working at these types of South Asian women, especially in the white community, is that they are subservient to the man, and that has been historically true. And also very sad that they are viewed as that way, but they are also in their own perspective countries. They are the, the primary breadwinner of the family, so that's really not true in a sense of uh, how we view women in general. So, also, there are concerns of sexualization of Asian women in particular, and I am trying my best to cover the overall views of this type of racism and stereotypes. So this particular topic for me as 
and Asian LGBT and two-spirit people. I really don't think I will have complete 100% knowledge of this uh, issue. And I'm constantly learning about this. Uh, what I like to know more and study about this, I can discuss it in future episodes. As a Chinese person, I hear mockery, um, you know, of how Chinese sounds like. Um, enough times that I'm not prepared to provoke the person who provoked her. I'm sorry, cannot pronounce on the words myself. Um, because I came with a parent that have accents outside ch China, even though they are ethnic Chinese, they are considered that here. And their first primary languages are still Mandarin and Vietnamese and then later Cantonese. But as I am, I was born in Hong Kong years ago. My first language was Cantonese and English. And people will always say that I have this accent even in my own country because I never had the opportunity to speak like a native because neither of my parents were natives of um, Hong Kong or um, Vietnam either so they are always having this uh, fusion accent um, is I'm not there here right now to mock fun of this because the fact is I was mocked with these types of accents. Um, uh, would I say it's racism? Um, I would say this is ignorance of not knowing people came from diverse different places and immigrate or migrate to different places due to jobs, opportunities, and stuff like that. Um, racism, in my view, is a whole lot complex. A whole lot complex. And, and as a woman myself, uh, like me, sexualization, cultural unfitness, even in my own culture, I feel um, that that this will always be with me, but at the same time, I accepted that if I prove myself with my talent, intelligence, or or, you know, willingness to open up, I can show a different side of my culture. I'm proud of it 
and I always will be happy to, you know, um, educate people when they desire to know more about my own culture and myself. I am part of myself. I'm my own Chinese culture and I um, when I came to the States many years ago um, my English wasn't that great I was always reminded that belong to the majority group either in the United States which is uh, people who are natively born uh, speaking language, their first language is English and thus they, they will they will be at least somehow belong but it's never going to be because unfortunately that we were in, we were grilled, not grilled, uh, always instilled, uh, you know, people of our Asian skin will never belong even if we speak perfect English. I, in fact, feel belong to my own skin, but to the countries that I had reside, I don't expect ever belong to a group or sets of people. I belong to myself. I need to feel comfortable about my own culture. I constantly work on it and I constantly strive to improve. And belonging to a group is mostly necessary, but Feeling the belonging of a culture or self is a self thing. People may not agree, but that's the only way I will feel comfortable within my own skin. And in the next episode, I will talk about the history of Asian racism because it is important to know more about our own history, especially in North America, European countries, Australia, New Zealand, wherever you have Asian population of these respective countries that there are past, uh, past sadness that, um, that have happened to these people. So, um, next time. Till next time. This is analytics. I'm sorry, my cat is not happy. So, I have a nice cat. Anyway, bye. Have a good week. <laughs>